Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, craps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt, and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? Good. Good. It's been a nice week, weather-wise. Pubs are back open. Yeah, everything's good. It's not bad. Not been a bad week. This is this has been a great week. Like I said, I feel like we've had some great weather this week. Sun's out, everyone's smiling. Like you said, pubs are open and this is we're just about to head into weekends two, aren't we? Like this is the second week that the uh, kind of pubs and restaurants and things like that are open. Um, I will have to say, Scott, please do excuse the fact that I'm sat here wearing my gym clothes this morning. I had to, uh, I'm, after recording this podcast, we're recording on a nice Saturday morning, guys. So for anyone listening, normally we record kind of like uh, maybe like a Thursday evening, Friday evening, maybe even a Saturday evening. We're recording on a nice uh, sunny Saturday morning today. And uh, I need to go to the gym after this podcast, mate, because um, our previous guest, Tidy Tidy, um, I met him in central London yesterday and it was supposed to be a nice little kind of in and out job. He was picking something up from Offspring. We were going to go for a coffee and next thing you know, we were sat in a beer garden in Carnaby Street having a couple of pints. And uh, of course, the gym went completely out the window. So uh, shout out to uh, Mike for, for me. I, I actually met an Instagram friend yesterday, Scott. Like we live in this world of kind of like meeting people virtually and over Zoom and things like this. Like I actually saw an Instagram friend. As, as I said at the time, you've actually met Tidy Tidy Mike before me. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I said that yesterday when we were when we were having a beer. I was like, I hope you feel privileged, mate, because I haven't even met my co-host yet, and uh, we're we, we're sat here having a Guinness. So uh, the, one, the one the one thing Mike said, he was just messaging me, and he was like, you know, Matt's really tall, and I was there like, <laughs> I don't I don't know if if you're tall or if Mike's really short because I've I haven't met either of you, so I I don't know what he's comparing it to. I mean, I weird fact for uh, um kind of anyone listening and I feel like I'm in one I'm in a little bit of a weird mood this morning I was just sharing with you guys before we hit record about how I've realized after 27 years that I don't think I can breathe out of my right nostril that's a story for another day but uh, also I have really really long legs so when I'm sat down I look really short so like I'm six foot three my girlfriend's five foot seven but when we're sat down she looks taller than me so like I've had it all my life where I've like met someone whilst being sat down stood up and they've been like oh you're taller than I thought like I just all my life I've had that so that's the, one of the first things Mike was like you look shorter than Scott on Zoom and I was like nope I think I'm taller like <laughs> it's just something I've had I think to I think with. we're a similar height I thought your fun fact then was going to be that you got like Mike is actually like four foot one or something like he's actually a right short star so he just looked <laughs> tall on screen but there we are I can't confirm nor deny so I'm really <laughs> sorry this is probably far too long for us to be talking about Mike at the beginning of this podcast but uh, again whenever you're listening to this Mike doing your socks Shout out. And also anyone that hasn't gone and bought some tidy tie-dye socks, what are you doing? Go and buy some tidy tie-dye socks. But uh, but like I said, Scott, it is a great Saturday morning, great week. Mm. Very excited for this week's podcast as well, because we have another special guest. So I'm just going to dive straight in and uh, get introducing. So Scott, our guest today um, is involved in so many projects that I feel like we need to reassess the saying jack of all trades because I don't know who the fuck this jack kid is, but he definitely doesn't do as much as our guest. Um, our guest has uh, is uh, kind of has more art artistic talent in his little finger than I have demonstrated my entire life. Um, there is a valid reason why I did not do GCSE art. 
Um, he is an artist, a sneaker customizer, a designer, all-round creative genius. You know him as at Akram Aham on Instagram. We know him as Akram. Akram, welcome to the podcast, mate. Well, how are you guys doing? That was, uh, that was a wonderful introduction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm setting the bar every week, mate. I have to try and like up my game every week. It's like a personal challenge that I've put together like a, a personal development plan of how to best introduce our guests. So I'm glad that you approve. So, yeah, yeah. I was just listening to your previous one and I was like, you just said the same thing about raising the bar. Just, it sounds like I'm just listening to a replay. But yeah, no. <laughs> now next time next week i'm gonna like lower the bar just to like mix it up a little bit so i'll, I'll keep you keep you on your toes when you listen to next week's but uh these intros are either brilliant or they're just uh like they they really eat like fluff up the ego or they're just the cheesiest things known to man though it's <laughs> one or the other and every time he, yeah he's proud of himself when he gets a good pun in there Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm here for. I mean, I, I, I love um, a good dad joke. Talking about a dad joke, um, Akram, I actually uh, heard a new joke this week. So I'm going to kind of see whether it hits, hits kind of a, what you think of this joke. Um, Akram, what's the, uh, what's the largest city in the world? Oh, damn, I don't even know. Probably on the spot here. Uh... I, I don't know just say London just for the sake of it London it's actually Dublin because it keeps Dublin and Dublin oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> my days <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ you know what I'm more embarrassed that I just couldn't say anything on the spot I just said London <laughs> which is definitely not it <laughs> everyone's going to hear this oh man Oh, that's, my the ex- days. that's the extent of the comedy that goes into these intros. So I'm really sorry for the listeners. But um, right, anyway, I have to here. deal with this every week. Well, <laughs> you love it, really. You, this is all just a front. But uh, anyways, Akram, before we go on this weird tangent where I'm trying to uh, spontaneously grow a comedy career, um, we're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about shoes. And we always start these episodes with a nice open question, which is simply... Tell us a little bit about your sneaker history, mate. What got you into shoes? Kind of where did it start? Take us right back to the beginning, mate. Well, yeah, the way I see it is, is growing up in like London in what we call like the ends, sneakers have always been around. And I think I think it's like kind of like in secondary school. The first time I really bought my own like Air Force, for example, I think it was just due to peer pressure. <laughs> in a very more funny yep. way like it was like yeah like my boys they were just like oh you haven't even got a pair of air forces and I, I didn't even know what i was wearing then but i finally got one and i think since then i started having my eye on it so even though it started off with like let's say peer pressure it was like i started looking at shoes like oh yeah i want that one or oh, it's like it's like a collectible now you know like these air max 90s they're a bit funky or whatnot um yeah so i think since then that's when i truly had my eye on it um rather than it being bought for me and then the first pair that I bought with my own money was uh, the Spiridon Triple Black, which I got imported from America. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was a crazy jump, yeah. That's a, nice. that's a, that is a big jump as well. Like I can, I'm sure we can all 100%, anyone listening to this as well can probably relate to uh, the whole peer pressure thing. Like for me, it was TNs. Like that was the big thing. I remember in year seven, so going into secondary school, what are you in year seven? Like 11, 12 years old, something like that. And um, we went to uh, Cologne at the end of our year seven um, term. And uh, I remember we all had a little bit of spending money and all of us went to like a local foot locker and just bought like 
all of us like group of boys bought a different <laughs> color of tn and like i remember very distinctively back then you couldn't have the same shoe as somebody else oh no like i don't know about your school like where you guys went to school but like that was the forbidden thing like you couldn't wear the same shoe as somebody else so I remember there was like six of us and there were only five TN colors and I had to buy the same color as a friend, but I had to buy, oh, no. I had to buy a different set of laces so that I could relace them. And at least like mine looked different <laughs> to his. So I completely see the, the whole peer pressure thing, but you said there Akram that, uh, um, it started off as mates kind of like, Oh, you, you haven't got a pair of air forces and it's kind of continued from there. Has your, interest in shoes as in the style of shoes carried on uh, and kind of been a continuous theme throughout your sneaker history like you said there it started with air force ones looking at your instagram there's a lot of air force ones that kind of pop up there how has your sneaker um taste changed over the years you know i think um like me as an artist or as you even as a person i've always been about self-development just kind of i find that there's so much to learn just from ourselves as people so I don't think it's the case that my sneaker taste has developed well it has of course but it's more so I'm finding more things about myself that I've already been there so I didn't even know that I was into fashion the way I am now like it's always been there I've always been attracted to certain things and like the same thing with shoes like I've always liked a type of cut or a type of shape it's all about silhouettes you know I don't I'm not really like I'm an Air Force One fan because as I was saying previously the classic Air Force One for me, I, I wouldn't buy it. Like the, the plain white, I just feel yeah. like the materials aren't there for me. And yeah, that quality isn't there. But if you have the exact same Air Force One in white or just premium materials, it just looks a lot different in my eyes. So yeah, I just think that when it comes to just growing up and getting more money and after buying all the essentials, like classic black shoes, it's become a thing where I can experiment with these different styles. I've always had the interest in those different styles, but I can actually afford to do so now. So, yeah, I, I like a bit of y free, a bit of Air Max as well, classic, you know, in from London. Yeah, okay. The, the y stuff, I, again, some of the silhouettes I absolutely love. Um, but I think there's always that kind of like uh, um, some of the silhouettes can end up being crazy expensive or sometimes almost like a little bit too out there. But mm. I, I, we, we always love to see something that's a little bit different on the podcast because uh, it, it brings it forces people to grow and evolve. And like I said, if other designers are throwing something out there that you've never seen, then it forces others to as well. Mm. But I say, I think like what you were just saying there about the, the whole like materials and stuff, like we, we were speaking earlier um, this week with a, a future guest, kind of keep an eye on that one. But mm-hmm. we were saying about like the styles of air force. And we were saying about like how the quality has changed on like the, the standard, just all white ones. And like I say now, we said before, they just crease a little bit. And they're, they're not quite the same. And it's interesting because there's pairs like the Off-White 4s and like for the Adidas heads, this High Snobiety ZX that have just dropped. They're just a plain shoe. They're a plain cream shoe, but because of the quality and the materials used, it just makes them better. Like they just immediately look, like in my eyes, like the Adidas High Snobiety is one of the best pairs that's released in years. And it, it's all it is is a cream shoe. But like I say, that quality of it, those materials and i think yeah when you're when you're younger you don't appreciate that quite as much as like now where you look at it and you're like oh and especially now we're all into like looking at qc issues and making sure of our pairs are like decent and cool. it's amazing when you look at some pairs and you think this is so simple but at the same time actually how often do nike or adidas do something like this to this quality these days yeah, yeah. it's quite um 
it's it's a nice thing to kind of look at these days, I think. But uh, one funny. of oh no, you go ahead, mate. You crack on. Yeah, what I find is is it's quite funny. Like who you actually explain that to, it becomes a very different topic. So me growing up, I didn't really have people that were interested in uh, fashion like I am, and when I explained, oh yeah, no, that shoes shit. But I like this one, and it looked for them. It looks exactly the same, and it's just like they start calling me a hype beast or whatnot. I'm, like, I'm not <laughs> a hype beast at all, but I just like this, and they just can't see it. So you kind of have to grow up, like yeah, just just knowing that not everyone will understand, not everyone cares see, about the same things that we do. Yeah. See, to me, like a hype beast in kind of in in that kind of sense would be like I think of like the Supreme Air Force one. It's a white Supreme. It's a white Air Force One with the Supreme badge on it. Like from what I know, the quality is no different to a standard Air Force One. Like all they've done is stuck a badge on it. And to me, that's following the hype because, like, so you could just go buy a standard Air Force One. If the quality was superior, I can understand it and I can say, actually, yeah, fair enough. I get why you buy that. Um, but yeah, like I say, stuff like that. I remember in school, like everybody around me was wearing like classic Adidas, and then you had like the cool kids, so to speak, that were wearing like, like say your Air Max and Air Force and stuff like this. And I was in a pair of New Balance and they would look at me like, what is this? And I was just like, they're just comfier. They're just comfier. That was all it was. And they just, they were like, yeah, but they don't look good. And I was like, but they're comfy. Like that, that was all I cared about at that age. And oh, even yeah. now, like comfort and like I say, material wise, actually looking back, I've still got that pair. They're about what, eight, nine years old, battered, still going good. So yeah, there you go. Scott was uh, 20 going on 200 back then. but uh, <laughs> Just had to be different. That was you, a problem. You can't, you can't beat a comfy shoe. Comfort, comfort over everything. But uh, one of the things that I do want to talk about um, at Graham is uh, a moment ago, you were saying that your style hasn't necessarily changed. Well, you said it has changed a little bit, but one of the things that you were able to do is understand a little bit more about kind of you as an individual and express yourself through fashion and, and shoes and things like this. One of the things that I really love is on your Instagram account, your kind of bio, it says that you're a creative director. And uh, we, we said in your intro that you were involved in so many different projects and all of these projects are very artistic projects. Um, one of the things that we want to talk about is um, what you do with custom sneakers. How, how did that all kind of start? Because you've done, looking at your page, lots of very different things like you've got sort of pictures on there where you've put buckle wrapped buckles around shoes and you've like uh put lighters on the side of shoes and like wallets on there and things like this like talk to us a little bit about how you got into customizing sneakers and yeah just take us right back to the beginning of that mate yeah well i think you know it's, it's in a way that i kind of can't remember but then i do when i look back at my gallery <laughs> it's uh <laughs> i think one of my first pairs was an air max 90 the, the one i was talking about before like i bought it ages ago um after the air forces and i just thought let me i don't know i just just let me cut it up let me just play with it and this, this was years ago like i was still in uh probably early early just after six form um okay. so it's not yeah, not that long ago but it just feels like a while <laughs> and i just like just started cutting it up um tried to hand stitch new materials it was really tacky but the difference is that I actually done something rather than looking at it and assuming what I should do or just, you know, I actually acted upon it. Um, and then shortly after that, it was like that kind of seed of I can actually do something. Um, I had these XL Arigatos. Uh, they had okay. like a London sale. Yeah, do you know about this? It's like a Soho, there's a Soho store. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and yeah, uh, I got a pair of XR glasses, and I thought, you know, let me just draw some. I started sketching these two pictures that I really liked. Uh, I just did it for the sake of it. And what was funny is I was chatting to my girl um, about it. And I was like, yo, imagine, imagine I was sponsored by Excel, but I turned them down because these shoes, they take a while to break in. Like they really hurt <laughs> at first because they were leather and stuff like that. And what's crazy, it's honestly crazy, is the next day when I posted the picture of those um, XR glasses at a customer, the actual team from Soho emailed me about it. And was like, yo, can you come down and do like, you know, when people buy products and yeah. you just customize them? Um, yeah, that, that was crazy. I think that, you know what, I did want to do it, but I was so nervous. Like, I'm not really, I wouldn't say drawing is my speciality. I don't want to do that on random people's shoes. So I kind of just didn't reply to them after that. I told them that like, I was great offering, like, I would yeah. look into it, but I just never go back to it. But what that did do is a pivotal point. It showed to me like, I can actually do something. And from then on, it's like, I just kept making. But yeah, for me, it's not a business. It's not like I'm just going to recreate these designs on, on different shoes. It's I like playing with the shoe. I see them as sculptures. And it's more of an art form than it is about the sneaker. So you don't really see the same model. I mean, you see a few Air Forces. And those Air Forces are the ones that I actually do like or I kind of see more potential. But yeah, I just experiment with just different ideas. Um, I typically just see things as sculptures and forms and I work my way around them and try to bring out the most out of each model. It's kind of how I go about it. Yeah. No, it's, 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 um, I always love speaking to someone that kind of gets involved in a lot of the, the kind of sneaker design. Obviously we kind of uh, got introduced to you through uh, Lorenzo, previous guest of the show as well. So shout out for shout out Lorenzo and listening to him talk. It was very similar. Like obviously he mentions about, his um, kind of dying is kind of more of one of one samples than it is kind of just dying shoes. And again, he very much does things on kind of he'll design something that is inspirational to him rather than just loads and loads of endless kind of commissions. You've done some really cool concepts on some of your shoes. Talking about Air Force Ones, I saw on your Instagram page, you had a pair of the clot Air Force Ones that you'd like kind of cut up and had the sorry excuse me um you kind of look like you cut up and had the extra kind of swooshes going all around it and, and things like this it, it, it's such a um kind of fashion forward and artistic approach to customization like where do you get some of this inspiration from you know what it's, it's hard it's just like like i said it's personal kind of just interest like i just look into myself and try to find those things that are already there so i'm i'm quite into architecture quite into materiality even like psychology so art pieces wise i like to manipulate our understanding of physics and how material should work so for example in an extremely heavy object floating in the sky if you walk past something like that you think oh whoa whoa you know this is it makes you feel differently and i like that i kind of like that interaction like i like understanding myself knowing that other people can also relate to me in this world and then just kind of playing on those feelings um so with the clots it's like it's yeah it's just kind of bringing loads of things into i just kind of went with the flow just expressing myself cut it up uh played with like these nice forms and i feel like i see it as like a really nice shape and i think others can kind of get that too you don't have to of course but yeah. I think there are others that do, or mm. people see it in a different way than I do. I just like invoking those kind of feelings and finding that connectivity through art. Uh, I mean, you said you just said there, like about like your love of like architecture and all that type of thing. Like, where did 
how's your like artistic kind of side developed i guess from like from i'm guessing from a young age you kind of liked that type i like how has that kind of developed and how did you find these things that you did kind of like and how like experimenting with different things yeah personally i think i, I did geography uh, not geography <laughs> gcc art <laughs> um i was nothing special at all i was, I was a shit artist but I, I just tried i just enjoyed what i'd done you know there was definitely people with mm. a lot more quality than me but i think when i got to uh sixth form you start to see that art is not how what is made out to be you know like it's not just oh you're a great painter and that means you're a great artist it's not that at all it's I'm a very mm. conceptual artist. I, I like ideas and I think that's where my value comes from. So it's for me, it was just having that confidence through, through. I had great teachers back then as well, a great che- teacher. And um, yeah, it's just that confidence that came from being told that, yeah, no, your, your, your the ideas are valuable and just kept experimenting. And through experimenting um, through materials, I started understanding what I did or didn't like. I think personally, I find it difficult to know what I like but I know, I definitely know what I don't like. And it's through mm. that, through making mistakes that I see, oh yeah, you know what, that's shit. Let me do this. And yeah. I, you know, I, I think that's just how I've learned. Yeah, it's how I've come mm. about my art. I'm glad you said that about kind of art at kind of sixth form versus GCSE, because I feel like that was the grade, wasn't it? Like when you're at GCSE, art was very much put in a box. Like, like you said, I remember being in art and um, like GCSE art, and there would be a bowl of fruit on a desk and it would be like, right, draw this bowl of fruit. And the people that were very good at drawing and, and painting fruit were very, very good at art. And the people that maybe it didn't look quite right, like you could probably look at it and, and, and think, actually, that is a cool looking piece of art. But in regards to the task that you were given, which is draw a realistic bowl of fruit, it was awful. Um, so I, I think it's so important to have those people around you to support you and kind of feed mm. these artistic sides of us. But moving, seeing as we're on the topic of art, um, one of the other projects that you um, have been involved in or that you do um, is just actual physical pieces of art. Like I know you were talking there about how your uh, your kind of customization of, of trainers um, is almost an art form for you, but you've also done art exhibitions and, and things like this. Um, do you see, um, do you ever find these, do you ever see these projects as like standalone projects? Like, so do you do a shoe and think, right, this is now a sneaker project. Now you're doing an art exhibition and it's an art project. And then we're going to talk in a minute about your clothing. Like, is that now a clothing project or do you just see this as like one big artistic expression of yourself? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's definitely not subject, like it's not in one category, you know, like, like I said, I think I'm a conceptual artist and my expertise can go into many, many different fields. You know, I've worked with people from the opera, for example, I've, I've curated oh, wow. an exhibition. Yeah, so there's a, there's a, I work, uh, I've been a part of this youth forum called Deschamps and Sons and through that we've met many artists and I've actually like worked alongside performance artists or animation artists and it just shows that it's uh, for me just, me personally it's all about ideas so yeah when it comes to shoes I see it as an art piece I treat it like a sculpture but yeah it, it, I think it definitely can be seen as a sculpture on its own or it can be worn as a shoe um, I think that's just up to however people respond to it but for me it's just another idea and I just want to play with this I'm just emphasizing those ideas on this material um yeah even the art pieces that i do i do a lot of um paint like uh, fine art painting yep. or sculpture 
they look very different, but it still comes from the same place where I'm responding to my ideas of home, my ideas of growing up in London, challenging what um, kind of experiences I have in a cultural environment. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very deep rooted and I'm just expressing those things in many different mediums because nothing can really, you can't have one way of expre- expressing one thing. I don't think you can. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. And like you said, it's, it's so amazing seeing all the various different things. And that's why we said in the intro, the whole kind of like, we should start reassessing the, uh, the jack of all <laughs> trades. I feel like it should be the acrum of all trades at this stage, especially when it comes to uh, artistic development. Because again, you were saying there about how you've been involved with people, animation and things like this, like looking through your Instagram. And that tends to be what we look at a lot of this, isn't it nowadays? So we tend to judge kind of what someone's interested in by their, their Instagram, because it tends to be what we kind of express to the world. Um, you'll have, like you said, shoe pictures on there where you've kind of cut things up and redesigned it next it will be like pictures of like paintings that you've done at art exhibitions and next it will be illustrations almost and they could be illustrations of you wearing shoes illustrations of your fashion illustrations of other people wearing your shoes um how did you kind of how does illustration again play a a part in all of this like again i I feel like i'm kind of almost asking the same question over and over again but um i'm I'm just so amazed basically of how you do so many different things like it's it's crazy so how did you get into the illustration side of things yeah no i really appreciate the question but um illustration for me i love i love pen and paper it's it's very just classic It's, it's like once you learn to break that barrier like i said being in school you're taught that if you're a good drawer, you're a good artist. I particularly wasn't a good drawer. I'm, I'm rubbish with um, perspective um, when it comes to uh, figures, proportions and stuff. It's something I can teach myself. But once I learned that just putting pen to paper and just drawing these ideas, no matter how they look, as long as they you can understand them, I think, yeah, it's just it's a very good like training thing. And um, yeah, I just, I just think it's very expressive. So with my illustrations, um, I don't particularly think I'm a great illustrator, but I know I have those ideas and I'm just confident. And I just keep drawing, drawing, practicing. I think definitely I've, I've <laughs> I do start to, uh, I still, I, I get really detailed at some point. So you can see some of my illustrations. Yeah. I think, you know, complimenting myself, they do look a bit like photos. Some of the some of the filters you see on like Snapchat or Instagram or something like that. There's a couple of those filters where you'll take a picture and it will turn it into a cut. Like some of your some of your um, uh, kind of illustrations will look like those filters rather than illustrations. So mate, mate, give yourself a pat on the pat on the back whenever you can, mate. We're here to compliment yeah. each other. So you, you, you crack on, mate. You, you crack on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thank you. No worries. Uh, and I've got to say, just before we kind of move on, I just want to say, like, looking back at this, the shoe thing, I know pe- there are some people that will say they look at shoes as art. I just want to say the Air Max 98s that you did, the black pair, they are art. Like, they are phenomenal. Like, I remember seeing that picture ages ago and being like, what is that pair? And I had no clue until we had a chat last week and I went back through your Instagram and I was like, you were the one that made, because they are I've just got to say, yeah, I, they are absolutely the incredible. Yeah, I love them. That one, yeah. I think they're brilliant. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I love a, a 98, but that is, yeah, I've got to say, when I saw them, I was like, where can I get these from? And yeah, I just completely, like I say, it was a couple of years ago and I just didn't realise until recently, but I thought I've got to mention that before we move on to the clothing because they are just, yeah, top notch. Oh, making me blush, man. 
thank you. That's, thank what, you. that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Uh, but seeing as Scott, you've uh, teed me up nicely to turn on to clothing. Um, there we go. Knocked straight out of the park. Um, again, another thing. I feel like at this stage we need like the DJ Khaled, another one that, like played <laughs> in the background because uh, um, again, another thing that you're involved in is clothing. And um, I feel like your clothing design is, again, very similar to all your other art, incredibly cool and incredibly unique. It looks like, again, we, we, we'll talk about maybe a little bit sneak peek into maybe the process of how you do this, but it looks almost like it's painted on or it's like prints on. And a lot of your clothing, you'll take um, tracksuits and things like this and put almost like what looks like um, like foliage prints on there, like leaves, and you've got shoe prints. And again, same question. How did you get into the clothing? I feel like this is a common theme of just how did you do this? How did you do that? Yeah. But yeah, t t tell us a little bit about how you got into the clothing, mate. I think clothing was, even though I had rubbish taste back then, I thought I had all that. I thought I knew what I was doing. But I, I, there was one point where I was rocking a purple Ralph Cola with these cross-hatch jeans. And I thought I was a shit, but yeah, it was, it was disgusting. But, oh, cross-hatch yeah. jeans. Well, wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's all I could afford, really. But yeah, well, you do what you do. But um, yeah, so it's my. I've always been interested in fashion, and I at one point I did an, an, an I did a bit of an architecture degree. I dropped out because it wasn't for me. But um, yeah, my teacher back in sixth form said you're gonna one day do fashion. I didn't deep it. I said no. I, I thought no way. Turns out like now, what three four years later, I'm just back into it now. And it's just something that's always been there, but it's now it's coming out because the more I learn, the more I can see see the possibilities. So yeah, so I'm into fashion now. I've always been into fashion, but now I'm actually there um, expressing it. But um, again, this idea, so right now I'm also using like Nike hoodies and stuff. Yep. It's got nothing to do with the hoodie itself. It's all an expression of these ideas that I've got. So basically, uh, it was my birthday last year. My birthday is on 19th of April, so it just went by. So it's been a year anniversary. Kids. <laughs> um, it's been a year anniversary and basically my girl was just like because we was locked down how about we just make a hoodie you know like just do something just do an activity and it was like playing with bleach but knowing us it's like we're always pushing boundaries like I'm, I'm not happy with just doing something that everyone does I want to understand the material and then push it so we started making these detailed prints after doing some research online and um, yeah we just put things together and yeah, these detailed prints came out. And then it started becoming about the concepts because it's not just random prints. I didn't randomly just do it. It started to become, why am I putting a leaf in this place? And why is it there? Why is it lighter at top and heavier at the bottom? And these are the things that I've started. It's my, my knowledge and experience that's been compiled together. Um, the main kind of thing with clothing is I'm ex or with, the, with this series is I'm expressing my ideas um, growing up in London. So mm. one of the first pieces that I've done is you see there's like loads of leaves on it and there's these um, Air Max 97 footprints yep. and there's a bit of a, a little marijuana leaf in the corner. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's more like I'm stuck inside, but I'm reliving certain like, just looking back at certain like things that all of us have probably gone through, especially living in London. You, I've never personally seen marijuana in, in person or I've never walked across it. But it's this idea that someone probably had, and I was recreating that. But it's still tied to my upbringing in London because we're connected in one way or the other through the love of Air Max 97 or just from being in the same area. And, yeah, so it's like I'm placing these um, shoe prints 
in a way that's natural. So if you follow those footprints, it's like you can actually walk on them. Your footing oh, is okay. not weird. Yeah, so I literally walk on it and plot out where the next print goes. And it's not just a front and back thing. I kind of turn the hoodie sideways and see that it goes across the seams as well. So it's like you can, it's a free, wow. it's a 360 kind of piece. It's a 3D sculpture. That's how I see it. And I'm just kind of sculpting these footprints and cre- creating a story um, through that. So one of the pieces I've done was hopscotch as well. And it's like, it's such an innocent moment that we've all probably had. You know, yep. like, what can you say good or bad about hopscotch? It just is what it is. It's the game. And we all have a connection to it in one way or the other, at least if you've come across it. And it's just like, it's just something that connects us all. But it comes from a place where this is my experience growing up in London and mixing it up with the Air Maxes and, you know, whatnot. So, yeah, they're more so stories. It's got nothing to really do with the clothing apart from how I technically build it. When I yep. technically build it, it's about, I'm, I'm thinking about how does it fit on the body? What looks normal? What doesn't? For example, if I put a heavy leaf on the top of the hoodie, it looks overweight. It looks like it's going to drag your body down. That's okay. how I see it. That's why I don't put heavy leaves on the top and I put lighter leaves on the top. So it's it's still, I'm bringing in my knowledge and understanding of like physics or just natural things that we're all interested in. And it's like, that way it doesn't look weird on the eye. And you know, I'm, I'm putting, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm rambling on. But, no, 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 it's great. Keep going. Nah. Uh, one, one, thing, uh, one thing that I believe in is um, comfort is style. So- yep. When I feel comfortable, I feel I feel stylish as, as you know as hell. Like yeah. you know, I'm I'm in my I'm in my comfort zone and like I feel like these these fits they flow nicely. I don't feel constricted, and you know that comes from the fact that I'm a bit overweight right now. But I don't think that's a problem. You know, I'm embracing how I am at this moment, and that is shown in my clothing. I'm doing a lot of oversized fits, a lot of like yeah, kind of looser fits, and I feel like I just want to bring out. Not, not only am I making an art piece, but I'm providing clothing for that anyone can wear. If anyone feels comfortable in it, go ahead, wear it. You can wear it however you want. All my clothing, I believe, is gender neutral. You know, like, do whatever you want with it. Even if it's a bright pink and you're a guy, do what you want. Like, just be comfortable in what you wear. I've got no, I have no reservations towards any of that stuff. I just like putting my ideas on there. And I hope that some people connect to it more than others. It doesn't matter. If as long as someone takes something away from it, you know, like they could relate or they just like the image, do what you want. Like I just like projecting my ideas onto these pieces. And from there, I'm going to go ahead and start hand, like making my own hoodies as well. Um, because I, I like a particular fit. I particularly like like Y3, even Balenciaga fits. Okay. So kind of like oversized, fitted, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going to start making stuff like that. Well, I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad you started moving on to that because um first of all, talking about guys wearing pink, you're talking to to two guys that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna vouch for both of us, Scott. The majority of our wardrobes, especially when it comes to shoes, are like pink and purple shoes. So uh hey, you you're talking to two guys that that love a, a, a pink piece of clothing or I mean Scott's funnily wearing enough. a purple t shirt right now. Yeah. So I mean fun, funnily enough, I went when last um, non school uniform day I went in. And I was wearing the National Park ZX, which is literally a pink and purple shoe. And the girls in the class, I mean, they're, they're, I'm, you know, I'm with the young ones, they're like four and five. And the, the girls were like, Mr. Bailey's wearing a pink shoe. <laughs> and then I had I had nearly, I had about 50% of the boys come over to me at some point during the day and be like, Mr. Bailey, I really like your shoes. And they would just kind of walk <laughs> off. And I had one of the parents afterwards say like, um, 
my my son's been asking if we can buy him a pink pair of shoes. Is that allowed in school? And I was there like, <laughs> I am the influencer. <laughs> All That's it, but it's weird because even at that age, like they just see like pink is for girls and you know blue is for boys like that's just the way it is and it, yeah it's interesting like i go and wear like pink shirts and purple shirts and stuff and they will just yeah the boys are just like what is he doing like what is this he's just be yeah. like just do this do you if you like that just wear it like yeah, yeah, don't yeah. worry about it even hey, at that age don't care we're uh this generation we talk about instagram influencers scott's out here influencing the next generation in primary school oh, yeah. so uh, <laughs> we, we have a modern day hero hey there we go for those of you that for those of you that are, uh, oh, that looks are. really Look nice. Mate. For those of you that obviously are listening, you're not going to see this on the Zoom. But Akram's just pulled up oh. a really nice. Uh, I really like the dye on that. It's like a, a, a purple, uh, a purple sweatshirt, but it's got like uh, almost through the middle, it's a, a lighter purple, and in the kind of the, the top and the bottom, it's it's darker purple. I mean, That's stuff nice. like that, like where you play with the dyes and things like this, it's it looks so 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 cool. And like I said, you have a very unique style with the leaves and the footprints it's, it's cool actually to hear how that came about and when you were saying about physically walking on the the, the clothes and things like this actually people learning about inspiration gives you a greater appreciation for uh these, these these pieces of clothing and things like this so thank you very much for for sharing that mate but just before we move on to uh, our first segment uh, one of the things that you posted up most recently that we uh, are very excited about is uh, I know you just said a moment ago that you're looking to start doing your own hoodies, um, but uh, you, you put a post out um, earlier on in April saying that uh, you're going to start putting together your own clothing. Um, you said that it's going to be hoodies, sweatshirts, bucket hats, kind of whenever that is dropping. I don't know if you can give us much of a, a little insider scoop as to, to what's coming and when, when should we expect it? Well, it's, it's more so still following, um, currently still following what I've done previously, yeah. the, the hoodies and stuff. So it's just kind of, I'm just getting in touch with some 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 big people I'm trying to, you know, okay. like I met Rich, I met Rich Free 2 the other day, going to oh, make wow. him a little something. Yeah. Um, thank you to uh, King of Trainers for putting me on. King of Trainers, like, it was it was that, you know, that CBD store. Yeah, 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 yeah I saw their opening, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I came to meet him, and obviously I was there, like, I was going to just try to chat to Rich, talk to him about giving him a hoodie or something. And I didn't expect it, but Franklin, King of Trainers, he's just yep. wearing the hoodie that I made for him as well. And it's just, oh, it was just, I'm much appreciated, man. It's Stars align, you know? Stars align. But you're there <laughs> to talk about clothes, and there's someone there representing the clothes straight exactly. away, mate. That's what we like to yeah. see. That's what we like to see. So um, it, it, the upcoming clothing is going to follow a similar kind of um, inspiration to what you're doing now. Lots of kind of similar yeah. uh, patterns and things like this. Yeah, but it kind of like it's it, it's kind of like going into more fashion direction now. So there's less footprints because I like the footprint idea, but it's more of a I'd like to say gimmick, but not gimmick. Like it's kind of yeah. like that relates to. Mm people in the sneak industry but then i also like kind of um couture fashion and stuff like that so when you put a shoe on something it makes it more like that is for sneakerheads now... yeah exactly but mm. now like you can see with this purple one it's still people understand that it's me because of what i've done yeah but it now goes into a more anyone can wear it with whatever they like yeah. and yeah so i'm kind of delving into more fashion stuff um but yeah it's just more so i'm getting in touch with bigger people so you're going to start seeing it a lot more um hopefully people can uh, help me out because i've got a small apartment right now that needs to change <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just doing more and more and more and uh, i'm uh, the only thing that i'm limited by is just 
time and um, mm-hmm. just experience. You know, the more yeah. I work, I just need to build that experience, get faster, all of that stuff. So big things are always to come. Well, for, for anyone listening, make sure that you, as usual, go over and, and follow our guests. So make sure you go and follow at, at Grammar Ham on Instagram. I'm sure that uh, when we start seeing um, bits and bobs pop up, mate, um, the, like I said, all, all people listening today are, are going to want to see more once they go and uh, have a little look at your Instagram mm-hmm. if they haven't before this. And we're definitely going to be keeping an eye out. Although, Scott, I say this every time. We need to stop having guests on that are so good at their <laughs> shit but sell things <laughs> because I'm going to get broke <laughs> buying things from people. But uh, hey, it, it, it's, it's all worth it. Like you said, it's, it's good to see people grow and develop. And uh, who doesn't yeah. like who doesn't like some cool new clothes? Hey, but uh, yeah. with that, um, <laughs> uh, with that, I think that's probably a good uh, opportunity opportunity for us to move on to our first um, segment of today which is shoes rounds okay so Akram you have been now been taken out of the doubled up podcast studio and you are now in the shoes round studio and for anyone listening that isn't too aware of what this segment is um during shoes rounds we uh, basically spend a little bit of time talking about some of the most recent sneaker news that has been maybe flooding our feeds or over blogs or wherever it is that we're finding these uh, news stories this week and um this is a bit of a light week for news to be perfectly honest um it really we're, we're just talking about a week of uh leaked images and the first um leaked image that we are going to talk about is um funnily enough this this story kind of feels like deja vu scott because i feel like it was almost this time last year that everyone was kind of going crazy slash bashing um a leaked picture of a union jordan 4 um and yet again Mm. we are in kind of the first kind of half of the year and we're talking about another leaked union jordan 4 so for those of you that aren't familiar with this story um earlier on in the year union uh, announced that basically for their 30 year anniversary they were going to do a series of collaborations over the course of 2021 um i do believe they uh kind of sent out a list of uh, the, the the various different names that they were going to collaborate with one of those names uh, was in fact jordan now union and jordan have been absolutely killing it over the last few years we had the jordan one um i think that was 2019 or was it 2018 scott you're probably better at this than me was it 18 or 19 sorry yeah 18 or 19 i feel like it was 19 wasn't it you i'm not no 18 i'm not sure it might not even be 18 or 19 i might be completely wrong but anyways yeah i mean it's it's still early i'm I'm only one cup of coffee down um for anyone that's uh, saying he doesn't know his stuff um but uh yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) uh, anyways let's get back to the point uh over the last few years union and jordan have been absolutely knocking out of the park we had the uh, various jordan ones uh, a few years back that uh, everyone absolutely loved obviously you had uh, the blue and the reds and, and, and the black toe um, last year 2020 we had the two um, jordan fours the off noir and um, the guava um, this year we are expecting to see two new jordan fours coming out um, they are the, the official colorways i do believe are going to a named desert moss which is kind of like a yellowy um kind of purple um color so it's kind of predominantly kind of yellow with the the purple hits the the deep iris so uh i do believe coming out next week you have the 
deep iris uh, vapor waffles. So it's a similar kind of color there. Um, and then we also have the second colorway, which I think is absolutely amazing. And this is coming from someone that isn't really a Jordan fan. This taupe haze kind of colorway, which is almost like a gray with the, the green and blue hits. Um, these shoes are rumored to drop summer this year. Um, Akron, what do you think of these? Because, uh, I mean, the, uh, the, the, the Union Jordan 4s, they uh, have been stirring up a fuss the last couple of years. What's your opinion on these shoes? Yeah, I love them, man. Like, for me, I don't really have that much Jordan knowledge. I don't really grow up in Jordan like that. So when I look at it, I don't look at it with uh, or love for the, 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 what? <laughs> the traditional Jordan. Yeah, for yeah. me, it's like, as an artist, as a shape, like, this is a cool shoe. I love the noirs and the guavas that came out. And these, again, they, they look amazing. I mean, one thing, though, is I hope they don't do too many of these. Like, Because oh, the thing yeah. is, when you change the shape of a classic, it's great as it is. Like, that's a unique shoe. But I don't want them to keep releasing loads of colorways off it and yep. just ruin it. Because it's a beautiful shape. Uh, even with the tongue folded, I think. Yeah, it gives it that. It's less sporty and more like it's a it's more fashionable kind of thing for me. And I, uh, yeah, I love them. Yeah. Scott, what do you, what do you think about these? Yeah, I, I think is I probably have to agree. Like it, I I mean I'm I definitely prefer the tongue down. And like I say, I just feel like it gives it that. And I know like for fours, one of the issues I have with like fours and fives is how big the tongue is on them. Like a Jordan five tongue is like a cricket shin pad. Like it's massive. <laughs> and these, the the I I, I like. I think the thing is that so I think the desert moss is meant to be coming out on sneakers. While the yeah. the Torp Haze one is meant to be a kind of union exclusive, <sighs> the Torp Haze is the better colorway by oh, a long way, and that's going to be the hard one to get. Um, the Desert Moss doesn't really do anything for me. I think that purple is lovely, and I almost yeah. wish they'd swapped it so it was like a purple Jordan with the like. I I can't. I don't like that moss. That desert. That it's Desert Moss colorway is just nah. But those purple hits are really nice. I just think that. I'm not a fan of that moss colorway. I don't think it does it for me. That tall haze is beautiful. And the the back tabs on them are, yeah. They look really, they are the really extra color. Nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. I, I mean, it's just good. It's kind good. of going back but, to, I, I almost feel like the if it was the other way around and it was a kind of predominantly purple shoe, I almost feel like it would be too, like you, it's, it's another, it would be another purple four, wouldn't it? Like you're, you're venturing into the, uh, you're venturing this, into this the, the, the territory of a, another, um, Travis Scott-esque, yeah, or, or yeah. yeah. This is the thing. It, the second you do like a purple four now, it immediately, because they did like the the winterized Jordan fours a couple of yep. years ago and everybody was like, oh, it's a rip-off M&M. And that's the problem. The second you do a purple Jordan four now, everyone's just going to jump back to that. Um, however, Matt, I will say that these leaks are from your good friend Pirates. So take these what you will. <laughs> oh, no. um, After me bashing him last week, saying that he's the guy that uh, gave out the dodgy, um, the dodgy. I mean, dunk we have official, we have official images, and a cap has posted them as well. Hello. So I mean, I'm assuming at this point that they are the the, the torpedoes in particular. I'm almost certain is is going to be a thing. Um, yeah. I kind of hope that the desert moss. I think they would look better in person than they do in yeah. these pictures. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, one is really good. The other one, I'm, I'm still not sold on. But like I said, wait and see. I love both colorways. I think for me, that the, the, the last year colorways. I think last year with the the off noir and the the guava, they pushed out like they were very distinctive in their look. Um, I feel like this goes one step further. Like you have all of those distinctive features of the um, 
uh, the, the Union Jordans last year, but they're just pushing the boat out even more with those colorways. I feel like the colorways are so almost un-Jordan 4 that they make it cool, if that makes sense. But the big question, how do these compare with last year's? What do we reckon? I think they're different. Mm-hmm. They're different in that sense. You know, like, it's, it's hard to compare because it's a very different... It's like, I don't know, like, because of the suede and like, the kind yeah. of colours we're going for, it's it's more like a, like, for example, a Nike compared to a New Balance. Yes. You know, like, you, know, you can love them both, but it's, it's hard to compare, weirdly, even though the second model. Um, I think I'd still go for the the, the, the first Union drop. Um, okay. Mars and Mars, yeah. I think, like looking yeah. at looking at them, like from the images that we've got, if we were say going to rank them, I think that that noir comes top. That black one was it's probably my favourite. Then I'd probably go with the the torpes, and then the guavas, and then that desert moss. But like I say, the desert moss we haven't actually seen many images of, so it's difficult. But I think that first drop. The one thing that I do like about the four is it might just be because of lockdown. Like the Union Jordan one, as much as I love the shoe, I got really sick of it. Because like when I went to go pick up the Travis Scott ones, everybody in that queue was wearing the unions. Like it was just everybody. And for a shoe that everyone was like, oh my God, it's so exclusive. If you were, if you walked past that queue and didn't know anything about shoes, you wouldn't have thought that at all because they were just, it was on everybody's feet. And I think, yeah, for me, the union, like the four, I haven't seen that much of. um, And it, you know, it doesn't seem to be as kind of hyped as those ones in particular. So, yeah, yeah. I think those fours have just, they've they've kept, they've kept up there. And like I say, I think these will kind of, um, these will join, like I say, I think it just depends on taste. Like like Akram said, like it's different. They're, they're the same, but different. Like Same, but different. Yeah, people will like different things, like I say, with the suede and everything. Um, yeah, it's all down to well, taste, isn't it, really? all very very nice shoes like i said for someone that isn't much of a jordan fan i can say that union know how to do a good jordan but uh this moves us on to our second and final news story for the week i told you we're very short on uh, news this week um we have another leaked image this one scott this one makes me sad because i've been pushing for this silhouette so much since its release um i'm not a huge again these news stories i'm not you i'm not a jordan fan talking about jordans and i'm also not really much of a yeezy fan talking about yeezys but um, i'm sure everyone has seen this over the last week or so the yeezy foam runner vermilion um uh is is, um, kind of coming out later on this year um this shoe is very very interesting whenever you talk about kanye and kanye's sneaker history one of the first things that is almost um, ingrained into our brains is the Nike Red October Yeezys. Um, and when I was actually reading up on these um, upcoming foam runners, for anyone that hasn't seen them, they are an all red foam runner. Um, uh, the, the name Vermilion actually uh, is a word that describes a deep shade of red. So that's where the kind of name comes into things. But uh, this is the first all red Yeezy shoe since the Red October. And because of that, this is being dubbed kind of the the new Red October. Um, I've seen a couple of mixed release dates because um, a few people are saying that a few sites are saying that it is coming out in October. Um, A few people are saying it's coming out summer. But again, when, when people say summer 2021, it's kind of like, well, that could be September, October, like, I don't really know where that kind of falls. But yeah, as far as I'm aware, it is an all red Yeezy foam runner coming out in October. Um, the first, like I said, all red Yeezy since... 
the Red October Nike shoe. But the reason why this breaks my heart is because I've loved the foam runner and this just looks awful in my opinion. Like this looks like something that you're going to see as a knockoff on Wish. And like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Akram, I started with you last time. Scott, we'll, we'll go over to you, seeing as we've been having the whole what's better, foam runners or Crocs debate. Crocs. But um, what do you think about this one? I mean, it, it's it's a red foam runner. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the foam runners. And in reds, like I said, I, they looks a bit cheap to me. There's some better colorways. Like there's there's the midnight um, pair that's meant to be coming out. Um, they look really nice. You've obviously, there's the like rumored all black pair. They, they look kind of, it's, it's, it's difficult because I think the foam runner falls into that category of it, it is a high fashion shoe. Like it's not yeah. for the normal person i think those toned down colors suit these quite well i think the bright colors just like I say they make them look a bit kind of cheap um and i mean i'd yeezy's definitely going in the opposite direction because you know you've got like today um you have the drop of the blue um 700s kind of the blue with the red um yeah it's all um and again people were saying that actually they are better in hand than the pictures because the pictures make them look really bright but i can't remember which episode it was um but I said, you know, what's happened is Kanye's used so many monotone colours for so long that now you are excited about red and blue. Like <laughs> that's all it is. Like, and yeah. I yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of these really. Um they're not the I'm not a big fan of the foam runner, but at the same time, these are nah, like I say, they just look a bit bit yeah. naff. Akram, what do you reckon about the this particular shoe, but also the foam runner in general? I feel like your artistic eye might like a foam runner. You know what? I think seeing shoes like this, um, it kind of reminds me. This why you just mind your own business, you know? Like I just, I, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I should get wound up over it or anything like that. You know, if if someone likes it, they like it. But the way I see it, looking into it a bit more, I feel like, again, as an artist, there's better colours that can suit this. Yeah. Um. I don't really have a problem with it. Um. But I think yeah, if I saw it in Ilford, for example, and someone was wearing it, I think, damn, what kind of next corner shop did you buy that from? Like, it's, <laughs> it, it, I guess, I guess in a way, it does look, it does look like cheap and you know exactly nail on the head when you said like a wish knockoff. I feel like I've already seen it on there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm too tired to care about certain things. You know, but I feel like. It would be nice to see it in like maybe even a, a really cool like solid black that has like you know like a like a on a car like um kind of those glittery blacks where it's like yeah. you know like yeah like but it's like like the, not like a the plastic but like the plastic um like trim like the plastic bumpers and things like this what you see on cars where it's yeah. like yeah like a speckled kind like of a, yeah exactly like it's a com uh, composite you know yeah. it's got like those these sparkles that certain areas that would be nice. I feel like, you can do something. So, uh, there's, a, there's better colours you can do on it. You yeah. know, I don't really care about the red. Color, right? No, no. I, I, I've actually seen, like, obviously pubs opening and, and shops opening and things like this. I've spent the last couple of weekends seeing friends in central London. And um, I have actually seen more people than I thought rocking foam runners, like with jeans going out and things like this. They look really nice on foot. But... Um, like again, people are wearing like, like the people are wearing like the sand colorway and like the mute. Like you could wear them. Like they've got a speed bump on the front of the shoe. It's not even a shoe. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hey, the, I was talking to Tyke. We, so we, we were just talking about personal taste, pal. 
we were just Thai kicks the, got the a pair, and he, he said he did say they were the, the most comfortable thing. He did say Thai was saying these are the most comfortable thing he's put on his feet. However, like I say, he's got the speed hump. He did say the one good thing is though, one when you're playing football, that thing can can punt a sh- <laughs> can punt something far, and two, you can drop anything on your foot with that speed hump, and you won't even feel it. So what you're telling me is that the next the next thing for Yeezy is we're going to have construction workers wearing uh, Yeezy foam runners instead of steel toe so they'll, caps. They'll, be, they'll saying, be making yeah? a, f- a f- foam rudder predator football boot. That's what you like. <laughs> well, but, like I said, what, what, while we're on the subject of foam runners, as we said, wish foam runner. I've just done a quick research. Seven pound for a red Yeezy yeah. foam runner on wow. wish. There you go. Seven quid. Get your orders in. Get your orders in, guys. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean, like I said. It, it doesn't it doesn't float my boat it's already a loud enough shoe we can't put too loud colorways on there so uh but like i said that is uh we don't have that much news this week so uh we are officially out of news okay so uh akron we've now taken you back out of the shoes round studio and we're back into the doubled up podcast studio and uh, this brings us up to our second segment which is double up double down before i hand over to scott just to explain what this segment is every single week we uh, have a little look at some of the upcoming releases we pick a shoe that we like aka doubled up uh, a shoe that we dislike aka a double down and a shoe that we think is going to fly a little bit under the radar aka a sleeper pick so without further ado i'll pass over to scott for double up double down yeah so over to me and um this week i've decided to pick a double up um deliberately just to piss matt off because you know that's what we like to do over here and the double up for this week is a Jordan, and I think it's it's one of the biggest releases of the month. It is the Jordan 6 Travis Scott collaboration in the British khaki colourway. I'm not a big fan of sixes. Um, it's just not a shoe for me. I didn't really like the first Travis that much. The colour just wasn't quite there for me, but it looked better, like it looked one of the best sixes I've seen. And this, they've it's just for me, the colourway is great. They, somehow he's made that shoe better, which is what a collaboration should do. Um, and for me, yeah, it's great. I mean, the two hundred and ten pound price tag. It's two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, apparently it's two hundred and ten pounds. Um, and I, for me, that's there. that's a bit much. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. But thirtieth of April, they're dropping. Um, I know Offspring have um, kind of been running creative raffles for them, and there'll be lots of raffles dropping for them soon. Um, but yeah, I, for me, like I said, not a six person, but the colorway and everything and the kind of chromatic design, I think is just, yeah, just elevated that shoe. And for me, I know people are going to be very hyped on it. Um, so yeah, for me, good shoe. Um, what, what's your take on it? Do you reckon, Akron? Yeah, I agree. I think, um, again, I'm not really a big Jordan fan, but when you see the six, they are more playful, I guess. I mean, with the materials and mm, stuff, yeah. but what Travis has done is made it more fashionable uh, with these kind of, like materials, these suede, these colors, it's more like militant. Even. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's cool, man. I'll definitely uh, double up on those. Yeah, don't have any Jordans mm. like that, but I'll, I'll double <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah. Especially with the pouch, like that's something I would mm. do, man. The I'll pouches are cool. Works. It works. Yeah. I don't know how why it works, but it does. It's, well, it's just because yeah. when you when you look at original six, they kind of have like almost like that bit is naturally cut out, and like it that you can fit. A pouch there like the, the the piece of material that's on a standard six 
kind of fits that shape. So all he's done is made a pouch out of a piece of material that's already there. So the pouch mm. does work. Um, I mean, I'm sorry that I've just kind of cut in at Cram and uh, stole your thunder there. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, I'm going to give uh, a, a nice kind of a, a, a nice reason why I don't like this shoe. I'm not going to start berating this shoe and say how horrible it is because actually in the grand scheme of things, it isn't that bad. Um, out of all of the Travis Scott shoes that we've seen, um, I think that the six is actually up there as one of my favorites. Um, I don't know okay. why I, I really like, I, I quite like with the six, like the air bubble and things like this. So obviously the six came out after we started seeing Air Max and things like this. And I think I quite like that in there. Um, the only thing I really don't like about this shoe is that Nike, Nike, oh, seeing Mike yesterday, it's got me saying Nike instead of Nike. Um, Nike, sometimes more isn't more. Sometimes less is more. And one of the best things about the original Travis Scott six was the fact that the midsole was glow in the dark and everyone loved that. So Nike have decided to say, fuck it. We'll put like a glow in the dark pool tab. We'll put a glow in the dark tongue. Like we'll just make the whole thing glow in the dark. And it's <laughs> like, you've ruined it. Like if this shoe had just a glow in the dark midsole, exactly the same as the first one, but they just made a much better colorway. I'd be like, yeah, this shoe wins. But I just think there's too much glow in the dark, in my opinion. But, you, but you'll only look at them in the day. Yeah, but I know it's there. Like, you have to make the material a certain material to make it glow in the dark. <laughs> so the fact, like... the fact you know it's glow in the dark is what's <laughs> yeah. going to annoy you. I Not only, the fact I, that I, you won't ever tell. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is that if this is glow in the dark and I don't like the glow in the dark, if I had this pair, now I'm restricted to how often I can wear this shoe. Like, especially in the winter time, I can only wear this shoe from like nine o'clock till 3 p.m. And then I've got to take it off because I then don't like what my shoe looks like. So no, no, there's, there's, no laser quest for you. No, laser <laughs> quest. <laughs> These would be shit to wear to laser quest. Anyways, they have this kind of like this almost like camouflage. Maybe that's why they've done it. Like this camouflage militant colorway. And then they throw glow in the dark. Like, now you see me. Oops, now it's dark. You can see me. Like it's completely what, just, just so people can't use it as a militant shoe. <laughs> yeah, We've made a militant so. shoe, but we don't want you to use it. So we're just going to make it right. Oh, okay. Dear. This is Matt's. I'm going to try and hate Jordan for any reason. I'll pull anything out. I'll pull anything out. Like ne next week, you'll pull a Jordan out and I'll say like the aglets aren't very nice or something like that. Like <laughs> I'll find I'll find something to dig it about it. It would surprise me. It would surprise me. Oh, dear. Anyway, we'll move on to the double down. Um, and it, originally the double down this week was going to be the Sakai Vapor Waffle. Um, and I won't touch on it, but colorway is nice. Material's not great. However, something popped up that we couldn't not look at. In fact, I don't want to look at it. Um, and it's the Reebok Mason Margella Instapump. This shoe retails at £805. It is releasing on the 30th of April for anybody that really wants a pair. But these are... These are, I mean, an interesting shoe to say the least, because I mean, the Insta Pump is definitely one for, I think it's got, it's a specific taste, that shoe. You know, some people love it, some people hate it. It's very Marmite. However, yeah, what they have done to this shoe is essentially kind of bulk it out, put a platform sole on it. I, I mean, 
And just to top it off, it's got a split toe. It's got a split <laughs> toe on it as well. Just like the tabby shoe. That I mean... <sighs> I think that explains it all, doesn't it? Just like, I mean, we're, we're quite... It's very difficult to describe this shoe. I mean, I want to say thank you for this double down pick for Josh Sneakers because he sent me a message like yesterday or the day before, like surely these are the double down pick this week. And I'd completely missed them because there isn't much promo on them. Like they just popped up on the end launches. Scott had already said that the Vapor Waffle was going to be our double down. And I pleaded, say, Scott, we need to have this as our double down pick for the week. I know it's your week, but I feel like consistency is key with this podcast. And every time Margiela and Reebok have done a collaboration, it's been my week for double up, double down. And I've absolutely slated it for being an unnecessarily expensive Reebok. So I need to keep the hate going for Margiela and Reebok. Um, I didn't even realize up until this morning when I was re-looking at the pictures that this is a tabby shoe. This was bad enough when it was an 800 pound Insta pump. Now it's an 800 pound Insta pump with a split toe. Like this is the stupidest shoe I've ever seen in my life. And I would love to see the margins to warrant why it's an 800 pound shoe. Like Akram, what do you reckon about this? Throw it in the bin, man. Do it reminds me of? It reminds you of the. I mean, I know a lot of people wear this, so I don't care if I'm offending you or not. It reminds me of like you know the feel of was it disruptors or whatever. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the disruptors, <laughs> the good old stomper shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just it's kind of like obviously you look at the side profile and it's got that chunk or whatever, and it's just yeah, I, I, no, I don't like it. And the tabby, it just doesn't any, doesn't do anything. It's like it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like. Said, it's not functional like or, to, yeah no yeah i like to incorporate like, something that benefits the shoe this doesn't nothing like a tabby yeah. shoe in general there is a reason for it and it does like a, a traditional tabby shoe does have functionality but putting it on something like this especially that's this chunky does nothing like it doesn't do anything so what i can't i like i know that you've got shoes like when the feeler disruptor kind of came around and then the bulkier shoe trend started coming like your balenciaga triple s's and stuff like that I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of like the Triple S because again, it's just too bulky for me. Um, like I like a dad shoe, but that's like next level. And then you've got these. I mean, it's a, it. I mean, to basically, it is a platform Insta pump, leather with a split toe, for eight hundred and five pounds. It's a silly like, shoe. Let's be honest. It's just a silly shoe. That's mad. It's and they're raffling dumb. it. They're raffling it. Why do they think they need to <laughs> raffle it? <laughs> Like, <laughs> as if this is going to be a hot commodity and everyone's <laughs> going to want a pair. <laughs> like, oh man, I just can't. Like I say, I mean, I looked at the shoe and I didn't know it'd come up and, until Matt sent it to me. And I looked at it and I thought, right, man, that that's that's that is a bad shoe. And then I saw the price. Oh uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was bashing Margiela and Reebok a few <sighs> weeks ago because first of all, they made a Reebok Club C that was 180 pound and i said hang about that's criminal you've made a, a you've made an 80 pound shoe 180 pounds then they decided to say fuck you matt we're going to make an even more expensive shoe <laughs> and they made a tabby shoe that was 230 pounds i bashed that on the podcast i mean i'm sure I'm, of course i'm sure the, the the good folks at margella listen every single week that's the only reason why they brought out this shoe of course i feel like they're now saying fuck you matt again by saying we're just going to go like all in like, i feel like if we were playing poker right now they're just throwing the chips into the middle of the table and they're like 
£800 raise. Like, it's just it's <laughs> silly. It's just so dumb. But hey, ho, this, is, is, this what... is why with Reebok, we've said it time and time again. When they kill it, they kill it. And when they don't, they just miss yeah. times a million. The thing, the thing is, what, like, so in my head, when I look at, like, these type of collaborations, and we've, we've kind of criticised Reebok with clubs before because they kind of, they're either really childish and completely missed the mark. And now they've kind of gone the opposite direction where they've gone really high fashion and kind of hit and missed the mark a bit. With the Club C, it was one of those shoes like Kim Kardashian was wearing them. Um, you know, there were there were, it was a high end fashion shoe that could arguably be high end fashion. Like it was the type of thing you might see people walking around, like Paris Fashion Week, Milan Fashion Week, whatever, wearing that shoe. I've never seen many. Well, I've never seen many people wear a Insta Pump down the catwalk or in the, that thing. It's just uh, for some reason it doesn't seem to like fit in that category. So I can't see why Margella doing this would would make those same people wear it. Because, I mean, it still has the aesthetic of an Instapump, it, other than the fact, yeah, it's just they've made it ridiculously tall. I mean, to be fair, someone like Mike, who's four foot one inch, maybe he needs these to add a bit of height to him. <laughs> I love that we've got the rumour that but, Mike's four foot. <laughs> Everyone, but, Mike's, you know, he's three foot seven, really. Four foot was a bit generous. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, it, I just don't, I don't understand who's going to buy this shoe from like from a is it going to be somebody that's into that high fashion? I don't think so because it's it looks too much like an Insta pump. Is it going to the people that like Insta pumps? No, because it's eight hundred and five pounds. So I don't understand where their thinking is at all with it. Um, yeah, this that honestly that when you sent that through to me, it yeah blew my mind. Um, but before we get too caught up on that we'll move on to the sleeper pick and i've done a mat here and i've cheated a little bit and i've gone for a pack um but i I do really like this pack and i like what they do as a whole with this shoe um and it is the nike flora pack um there's a lot of shoes in this pack um the blazers are supposedly dropping on the 29th um retail to be confirmed but there's a lot of shoes in this pack. You've got 95s, you've got Air Max 90s, and you've got Blazers. And the whole idea of these shoes is that they're kind of, they're organically produced. So all of the dyes used are plant-based, so they are more sustainable um, for the environment. They've done similar before. Um, basically, yeah, you've got lots of different colours. The Air Max 90s, um, you've got kind of a navy slash kind of dark raisin, as they're calling it these days, pair. Um, pink pair and kind of like a cream pair with different um, colored swooshes and the blazers you've got kind of white with different swooshes and a black pair with a nice kind of cream swoosh um, th- to be fair they're just really nice clean shoes again it's a with the plant dyes it's a, a kind of a move towards the kind of the sustainability that I know Nike um, are kind of pushing um, obviously with the story last week um, and yeah I just think actually they're they're just nice shoes I hopefully price point they're not as high as some of the recent releases have been because there have been some rather expensive um 90s and 95s that whether they deserve the price tag is kind of debatable but um yeah i think actually they're just nice clean colorways like say they're they're produced organically Um, when when did this pack release so the Blazers are supposed to release on the 29th of April. Um, okay. However, the rest of the shoes, um, I think Calf did put something on his story that said they were kind of coming around um, at the same time. So whether they release all at the same time or whether they kind of drip, yeah. I'm not sure. But as a pack, um, yeah, I like them. And like I say, I think they'll just, they'll quietly go under the radar while other hype things are released. So, yeah. 
What do you reckon about these Akram? Yeah, I think I think it's just just really nice all round shoes. You can just if you like them, you can buy it. Um, I personally wouldn't put my money on them, but um, that's just because I'm pretty particular of the shoes I get and the yeah. budget that I go mm. with. Um, I think I, it's just just in general, just in general. I think on a, on a larger scale, it's always interesting to at least talk about these things where it's like a company releases organic shoes or stuff like that. But then you do have to consider the aspect of how much other things they produce. It's like yeah. a, a company that make like you know has mass farms or whatever. And then they have like a little vegan section. It's like, <laughs> it, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not bashing them or anything. I'm just saying it's, it's really good to at least think about these things or have yeah. them on your mind because it's like, no, there are other companies that completely do organic shoes. I know there's a company that makes Apple leather boots, for example. They're pretty cool oh, okay. as well. Mm. So it's kind of, yeah. Veja, Veja shoes, they're all, they're organically um, produced. They're all kind of, yeah, eco-friendly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I no, I don't, I don't have a problem with these at all. I think it's great. But um, yeah, just in general, I always like having these kind of conversations where it's like, you know, uh, just think think about it a bit more. You know, when someone says organic, uh, it doesn't mean you should rush to it because there's also mm-hmm. other things that go on. But yeah, I think it's a great pair. I like the idea that everyone's still pushing to an to an, a better future. Do you know what I mean? So you can't yeah. you can't say no to it immediately as well. You know, they are yeah. trying. Well, th- this is something that's interesting to me because, like, we had the discussion last week about the whole Nike refurb, um, refurbished um, kind of mm-hmm. initiative that they're pushing. The Flora Pack or um, kind of plant dye, whatever they call them, they have released previously in different years and done their different shoes, but they've never really been that publicized. I've seen a lot yeah. of people publicizing these this year. And whether that's because, like I say, they've been doing this before, but all of a sudden they think, oh, if we push it now, it's kind of a big thing in people's minds. And I can't remember who I was talking to, um, but I, I kind of my opinion was Nike are very good at talking the talk, where there are other companies, much like Adidas, that are walking the walk, I think, a bit better. There's There are definitely companies out there that are really pushing it that aren't getting the PR that Nike are on certain things. And like I say, it's all very well rushing to these because they're sustainable. However, how much else they push out that isn't and does it balance itself out? I'm not sure. Um, and like I say, in terms of innovation, um, like I say, they've done this before. It's nothing new. Um, it's a good thing. And, I'll, you know, it, it'd be good if they did it on more of their shoes. Um but yeah, there are certainly other companies. Um, and if you do want to look at more sustainable things, like I say, I know Veja, um, Veja, however you want to pronounce it, their their whole thing when they released was the fact that they are an organic shoe. Everything they do in their production is friendly for the environment. They, you know, that is their whole kind of USP. Um, and yeah, I think like I say, the, the word organic, though, is a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because if you buy organic food, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I, I might be getting confused with the words here, but I feel like sometimes the word organic can be thrown away as this like buzzword. Like if something's organic, it must be better for you. And actually sometimes something being organic still doesn't mean it's produced in an eco-friendly way, if that makes any sense. Like as far as I'm aware, again, I might just be getting confused. I mean, if we're going to mm. take this as just like just the shoes and the way they look, um, I think it's really cool. I like the fact that they've put like little plants and like little leaves and things like that on the shoe to kind of yeah, go. I don't know what, yeah, you can't really see with the, uh, the the picture that we've sent across. But if you kind of zoom in, you can see like if you actually look at the black blazer, on the blazer towards the back of it, yeah. you'll be able to see like there's some leaves there and there's some plants. And if you look at the tongue of the blue, uh, the navy um, Air Max 90, there's like leaves on the, the tongue. So I like the fact that they've kind of incorporated it. And also if you kind of look to the um, 
uh, look at all of the shoes they've got kind of like lots of brown features to be like very earthy and like obviously maybe branches and things like this they've all got gum soles the the shoe that instantly stands out to me is um the navy um air max 95 so i think scott the picture you've sent across um yeah it's in like the top left hand side that's a really yeah. nice shoe like just on its own like, that's a very very nice shoe um but yeah i think very appropriate as a sleeper pick scott because you are right yeah. these are shoes that realistically you'll see like not even on the sneakers app they'll be like upcoming on the nike app and that's when you know something's yeah. a bit more of a sleeper when it's on the nike app rather than the sneakers app because then you know it's more for unless, unless it's a dunk yeah but um you know it's more for the general consumer rather than yeah. a um a, the, the quote-unquote sneakerheads but like i said mm. that's a really not really really nice colorway and i mean who doesn't love a gum sole on a shoe so, mm. so humble i mean these. with this so the idea kind of kind of would talk about organic the the idea with these shoes is that all of the fabrics used are like kind of canvas and woven material. So they're all kind of natural um, fabrics right. and the the insole is cork. So it's a bit like what oh, Adidas okay. have been doing with Sean Wotherspoons um, that and released the and a lot of the, yeah, a lot of theirs, they've been using cork insoles instead, which as I said, Sandy said, very comfortable. Um, so yeah, if they, if they keep doing stuff like this, and like I say, they're doing it on a smaller scale in a small pack, if they can kind of just do it, like I say, cork insoles, they're really comfortable and they're that, better for the environment. Uh, yeah, so we I, that, can just that do that in all cool. shoes. Yeah. If we, if we start seeing all shoes come with a cork insole, I think that's quite a cool little thing just to kind of, it's just, a, it's just a, yeah. it's just a step, isn't it? It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I say, there's, there's, it's a good way kind of starting point. There's just, yeah, there's just more to be done. Um, you but know, yeah, I think on that. Yeah. Oh. So some of them aesthetically, they they remind me of uh, rugby, like the British rugby team. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the floral and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, no, definitely. Like the navy, the, na the navy colorways in particular make me think of like, yeah, kind of like old woven like rugby shirts, like my dad yeah, would wear yeah. when I was younger and stuff like that. But no, yeah, like I say, I think they're good pack and they've got some just some nice colors in there. Then, like I say, they're easy to use. They're easy to rock. Um, and yeah, I think they'll they'll do all right. So. No, I think we're we're in unanimous decision on all this. Yeah, I think we're over a week. We pretty much agree on everything, apart from maybe too much glow on the Jordan, but we'll let that one slide. But um, <laughs> I think uh, I think with that um, kind of closing up, double up, double down. Akram, you've been uh, an absolutely amazing guest this week. Listening to you talk about, like I said, a lot of your uh, artistic projects and things like this. Mm. I now feel like I need to up my game with any of my artistic uh, projects that I do in the future. But uh, you haven't quite escaped the podcast yet. Oh, no. um, there is one more challenge that you have to face, and that challenge is the rotation game. So, Akram, like I said, you have reached the final stage. Like, if this is if this was a video game, you'd be at boss level right now. Um, and uh, uh, for those of you that are listening that aren't too sure what we're doing right now, the Rotation Game is our weekly guest segment where basically what we do is we do a little bit of a deep dive on our guests' Instagram, find out 10 shoes that they have posted, and we put them in a series of one-on-one -on -one battles to try and come up with a five-day rotation for our guests. Now, Akram, you're week's rotation game is a little bit different we spoke about this on the phone the other day didn't we that obviously you use your instagram outlet as um, a means of displaying your art um, and the projects that you work on um, however i have managed to find 
after having it all read through captions and like really diving into some of the posts, I have actually managed to find some inspiration from your Instagram to kind of directly pull 10 shoes out. So uh, uh, first things first, are you happy with the rules of the game? I'm happy with the rules of the game. Cool, yeah. perfect. So um, the first round that uh, the first two shoes that we have to, to you to pick b- between at Graham is and just before I, I dive into this one, I'm going to explain some of your most recent posts. Um, you are wearing a lot of Stussy attire. And obviously, we've spoken about your influence of things like Air, Air Force Ones. And obviously, you spoke earlier about one of your first shoes being a Spiridon. You've posted a lot of Spiridons kind of uh, that you've customized and things like this. So the first round, we have the Stussy X Nike Spiridon Cage 2 in the fossil colorway versus the Stussy Air Force One. Um, in the uh, Nike Air Force One in the fossil colorway as, as well. So we've got two Stussy Nike collabs in a fossil colorway, <laughs> one-on-one. Which one are you going for? Oh, you know, I, I do love them both in their own way. Um, yeah, I think I'll just go for the Air Force. It's something that you can just wear a bit more. Yeah, but it's, 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 like, it's got the same features. It's got the same thing that I love about them, which is the material and the colorway. But it's just with the Air Force, it's just it's really well done and it's just something you can always wear. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. that. Yeah. I'd, I'd say this the Spiridon is that is a quality shoe though. Like, it's a really nice shoe. I think Spiridon, when yeah. when when they brought out the Spiridon, like I think when they brought out all the GR ones, the very metallic y ones, they were a bit kind of like mm, not quite sure. Yeah. I think when people look back at the Spiridon, that Stussy's going to be brought up quite a lot in that fossil one. It, it's the fossil a, one in particular is a very nice I shoe. think it's going to go down. Yeah, it's a bit of an iconic shoe, that one, um, in times to come. Yeah. So I'm looking at it again and I'm just thinking, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I missed that. I was hurt by that one, man. So leave it, leave it be. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> Well, well, we'll quickly move on then, mate. We'll quickly move on. Uh, the next round we have. Now, this came from, inspiration came from a post um, that you put up, an illustration of uh, a Sakai Nike Vapor Waffle um, saying about how much you liked this silhouette, which is probably a good reason, uh, probably a good thing for us to not put it as our double down pick for this week, if you like the silhouette. <laughs> but um, the, the next round is we have the Sakai Nike Vapor Waffle in the black and white colorway um, versus the Sakai Nike Vapor waffle in the sail colorway so it says sail but it's that kind of white blue um and red kind of colorway um that, that we that we saw they both released at exactly the same time so we have kind of a darker black and white vapor waffle versus a lighter kind of white blue and red vapor waffle yeah uh, i think that's pretty easy for me I, yeah pretty easy i think i'll go for the black one it's just like again it's what i can kind of wear that makes me feel comfortable and wear a lot more outfits so i do wear a lot of um darker darker colorways to be honest i think i'd customize the black one as well add a little bit of a touch to it okay so yeah i don't know what but you know again it's always just working with what you've got but yeah. i think i'll go for the black one yeah cool okay well that moves us on nicely to our third round and uh, our third round I've kind of taken, again, a little bit of an inspiration of some of the things that you've posted in the past, some of the silhouettes that you've worked with in the past. But I've decided to pick a collaborator that was very kind of fashion forward in the way that he 
um, was able to put together um, this series of shoes being Virgil Abloh and Off-White. Um, so this round, we have the Off-White Nike Air Max 97 in the black colorway versus the Off-White Nike Vapor Max in the black colorway. So both of them kind of have like a black and white hits. Like the Vapor Max has the white tongue. Obviously, the, the, the 97 has the white swoosh. Two shoes that you have worked quite heavily with and customized and things like this. So I thought I'd see your opinion on these deconstructed um, kind of interpretations. Yeah, again, I, I think I love them both. You've done, I think the whole collection is amazing in terms of deconstructing it but also just making them work well for each other. So even like the Presto, fantastic job on those. Yeah. Um, in in yeah. this case, it will just go down to what shapes I like. Like the Air Max uh, 97, it's just, especially with like the thinner material, I find it more uh, fashionable. It's got a nice cut, it's fresh, um, a fresh trim that I, I can never have again because I'm bald. So <laughs> I'd have to put that on. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd get my shoes to compliment that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going for the 97? 97, yeah. It's just like okay. an, uh, it feels good. It really feels good on my feet. Oh, man. All the, all the shoes that I've just chosen so far, I wish I had them, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, what do you think of like Virgil's, like the newest stuff that he's doing, like with the dunks and like the lacing and all that type of thing? Is that down your alley or do you prefer like the more deconstructed stuff that he did, like with the tan? Um, I think when it, no, I think even like, was it like 50 dunks that he's making? Um, yeah. Like he's in, yeah, yeah. I think some of them look cool. Um, I've never really cared that much about dunk, even though back in the day, I actually had a my brother did a Nike ID on um, um, SB dunks, it was like purple and green, so yeah, it does oh. go way back. Yeah, it was, it was, it, mm. yeah, I really like that shoe actually, but um, I think they're cool, but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too much of a fuss about them, okay. Yeah. Well, I know this next shoe is one that you, uh, well, both of these shoes, actually, I know you have made a fuss of in the past uh, because um, the next two shoes, again, we're going with one particular collaborator here with some more Nike shoes. Um, this round, we have the Clot Nike Air Max 1 Kiss of Death versus the Nike um, Air Force 1 Clot collaboration. So we have a Clot Air Force 1 versus a clot air max what are we going for mate I, I, before you say actually sorry i do appreciate that the kiss of death is just kind of like one colorway i know they're obviously bringing out a second colorway with the clot air max one i wasn't entirely sure what colorway to go with with the clot air force one so i'm just going to say you can pick any color for the clot air force yeah. one so we're throwing in that little crease there yeah i quite like the rose colorway actually but um that's a nice no, colorway yeah yeah, I think I'll stick to the white one because with the different colorways, it then becomes because the, the sole is still transparent, but yep. then the, the upper is different. If it was like one whole piece, um, like a dyed um, rose kind of sole, I think I'd see it more as an art piece. But yeah, I think the other colorways become more of a shoe. Um, so the all white one, oh, I love the promotion they used to do back in the day. You know, when it burns the whole shoe, and, yep. yeah, it's just a solid yeah. piece, chunky sole. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It just, yeah. Um, I think as well, the Clot Air Max one is quite, a, a lot of sneakerheads would love that for, the, for its history. Yeah. Um, I fortunately mm. do own one. My first sneakers win after a long, oh, long time. Oh, congrats. Yeah. That's a big win. Yeah. You know what it is? I haven't even big bought win. shoes in a long time and I just thought, you know what, I actually do like that. Let me give it a go. And I, I won. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know, man. We might have to we might have to cut <laughs> that bit out because there's going to be a lot of people angry that uh, are, are constantly getting L's on the Steelers app. <laughs> oh, so, no, I'm sure. Oh, no, no we, we won't. Don't worry. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> that's, that's the way life is, man. But um, I think I would go for the Air Force Air Force One. Air it's Force just, One again. I, I like the the inner the inner materials. It's just a solid shoe. It's just simple. It's clean. I can imagine it paired with some nice like pleated trousers. Yeah. Just some simple, nice fits. Yeah. You could dress yeah, it up, dress yeah. it down. Yeah. Either yeah. way, it'd be nice. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, nice. Well, the final round, again, these are shoes that, uh, or well, one of these shoes, sorry, I've seen you kind of, uh, I'm assuming you personally own it because I've seen you wearing these on your Instagram. So I'm kind of putting two and two together. But uh, we have the Travis Scott Nike Air Force One, the Cactus Jack kind of colorway, that the, the one that was released uh, last year or the year before, um, versus. The Travis Scott Nike 270 React. Now, the reason why I've put those two together is because I've seen you photograph a lot of the kind of 720 Air Max and, and things like this one was, I think it's 720 anyways, with a really big air bubble. That's so I thought, yeah, I thought we'd uh, yeah. I thought we'd kind of throw in the, the, the 270 React there with the big air bubble as well. So yeah, we've got the Air Force One versus the 270 React. You know what? And in, in general, it's because uh, yeah, because that's two seventy react. It's a very comfortable shoe. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, I got when the first Air Max two seventies dropped. I got the one with the all black with the orange bubble. Okay. You know, it's a beautiful shoe. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just so comfortable, and uh, I even use it in gym. But um, yeah, in this case, I think I'll go for the Air Force again. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just a solid. It's a solid shoe. Like, yeah. I love the materials. It's, it's all that patchwork is crazy. Everything works well with each other. When it comes to the 270 React, that's a bit more, it's a bit more techie in a way. Yeah. Sport, even though he's put his twist on it, it is more of a, yeah, like, mm. I don't know, you can beat it up a bit more or whatnot. I don't know. It's, it's, it's more yeah, like yeah. running with it or, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's ultimately what Air Max yeah. came from, wasn't it? I mean, Air Max started as performance wear, and it's only because we've now started wearing like better performance shoes are out there, and we still love Air Max that it's carried on to what it is today. But um, I think yeah. overall, you've got some solid picks, Air Max. So just before we uh, just before we go, Akram, just to run down what your five day rotation is. So we have first of all the Stussy X Nike Air Force One in the fossil colorway. We then have the Sakai X Nike Vapor Waffle in the black and white colorway. We then have the off-white Nike Air Max 97 in the black and white colorway. The Clot Nike Air Force One in the, you said the, the, the white colorway. Um, and then finally, the Travis Scott X Nike Air Force One Cactus Jack colorway. I mean, other than the fact that you've got three Air Force Ones in there, that is a bloody good lineup. Like, if you look at it, we have some... Uh, we have some comfort in there with the the vapor waffle and the ninety seven, mm. but we've got some uh, we've got some we've got some good hype shoes in there as well. So some some dresser uppers, some dresser downers. Like you've got a good selection there, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Akron, Again, that does just, for me. It's more about the shape. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think exactly. Yeah. I think overall, I think they're probably the shoes I would pick in that situation as well. I think uh, definitely, especially the off white um, selection. I'm much more. Um, likely to go for a 97 the vapor max i think i tried a pair on once and they fit really funky for me like they just i think they're one of those shoes that because they fit in a particular way you either love it or you hate the fit 
whether you like what it looks like or not. Yeah, yeah I tried it once and it was not for me. But um, but I think with that in mind, Akram, it's been absolutely great kind of chopping up with you today. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you very, very much for uh, mm. joining us on the podcast. But uh, I'm just going to sign off if that's okay with the two of you. So thank you for listening to the Doubled Up podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Follow at Doubled Up Podcast on Instagram and use hashtag Doubled Up Pod to be featured on the Instagram page. You can also find me, Matt, at SWSneakers underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you, mate. You can find me at underscore sneaker teacher. And Akram, plug away, mate. Tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, at Akram Aham. Um, also, my website is akramaham.co.uk. But yeah, man, I really appreciate you guys putting me on here and letting me ramble on because I talk to myself most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? But uh, no, mate, it's down for you. Exactly. We've all gone a little bit crazy. Uh, but no, honestly, mate, it's, it's an absolute pleasure having you on. But uh, thank you very much, guys, for listening. Speak to you next time. Goodbye. See ya.